tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on May 4th, 2022 from New York City. It was Real Madrid against Manchester City for the second time in just over a week as the Whites hosted the Premier League leaders at the Bernabeu for the second leg of their Champions League semifinals tie. And much like in the first contest between the two teams, the game would not lack any drama as Real came back from the dead late on for a 3-1 victory in extra time that earned the Whites a 6-5 aggregate win and a place in the final in Paris at the end of the month. Ancelotti's starting 11 for this massively anticipated clash consisted of Mendy, Nacho, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Casemiro, and Cruz in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front in the usual 4-3-3, with Courtois once again at the back of them all in front of the goal. The task was clear for Madrid coming into this game a goal down, and the Whites were aggressive in seizing opportunities to counter during the opening 20 minutes. Real had a golden chance early on to strike and change the complexion of the tie when a fourth-minute break ended with Benzema getting onto the end of a Carvajal cross in the center of the box, but he surprisingly put the ball over the goal with his header. City would then test Courtois from distance when Mahrez's direct free kick in the 10th minute was saved, and then another Madrid counter a couple of minutes later saw Benzema getting onto the end of Valverde's cross in the center of the box, but he one-timed that chance high as well. But as Madrid relented from the high press that they employed in the first few minutes, their cautious defending ceded space for City to have more comfortable possession and advance the ball into the final third, and De Bruyne looked to take advantage of that when he went for goal from distance in the 15th minute and forced a save. Another Madrid break produced a good chance when Vinicius ended up with the ball in the left side of the box in the 18th minute, but his effort also went high, and City would go close a couple of minutes later when Bernardo Silva got into the right side of the box and forced another save just inside the near post. Then the attacking opportunities for Real started to dry up over the rest of the first half as City began to employ a high press themselves that had Real searching for ideas about how to advance the ball. With the Whites increasingly resorting to just punting the ball down the pitch only for City to quickly win it back, Real had to soak up a bit of pressure and make necessary interventions a few times in order to snuff out danger inside of the box. On the few occasions when Real was able to break out of the back, they weren't able to generate the clear chances that they had during the first 20 minutes as the final ball escaped them at the doorstep of the goal. But while City's own direct play looked dangerous more than a few times, as they were both quick and decisive on the break and were able to cross a number of balls into the box, they also weren't able to make the most of their opportunities to really put Real up against it. Foden's shot from above the box after he connected with a long ball over the top forced another save in the 40th minute, and De Bruyne's effort in first half stoppage time was blocked to deny their last chance before the halftime whistle sounded. Real would open up the second half by creating another great opportunity to strike early, as Cruz's long ball from the center circle just after the restart found Carvajal as he streaked towards the top right corner of the box, and he one-timed the cross in that connected with Vinny above the left side of the six-yard box, 
but even with the left side of the goal just begging to receive the ball, he somehow blew that chance when he put the ball wide to the left. City would respond with Jesus forcing a save from the left side of the box in the 50th minute, and then another Madrid break two minutes later had Vinny getting down the wing and into the left side of the box, where he picked out Modric at the top of the box for a shot that was blocked. City would then again take up the high press to stem the tide of Madrid's forward play, and it would once again be of great effect, as Real had difficulty getting the ball out of their own half and had to resort to speculative long balls time after time, and City would take control of possession and the game as Real visibly began to tire. Ancelotti made his first change to bring some energy onto the pitch in the 68th minute when he replaced Cruz with Rodrigo, but his fresh legs did nothing to keep a wary Madrid from being carved up on a 73rd minute City break, as a movement that started on the left side of their own half resulted in Bernardo Silva streaking up the middle of the pitch into open space in the attacking half. Once he got to the top of the box, he laid the ball down into the right side of the box for Maris to run onto and power past Courtois inside of the near post to make it 1-0 City. Ancelotti had no choice but to go all-in on the attack after that goal, and he responded by inserting Asensio and Camavinga for Casemiro and Modric in the 75th minute, but it would be City's own 78th-minute substitute in Jack Grealish that looked most likely to score in the minutes that soon followed. While Real continued to be frustrated in their pursuit of a goal, City went dangerously close to putting the nail in Madrid's coffin a few times. Jao Cancelo's 86th-minute shot from above the right side of the box forced Courtois to make a diving save, and then a break a minute later had Grealish getting around Courtois in the left side of the box and firing a shot that Mendy cleared off of the line to keep Real alive. The Englishman would come back almost immediately thereafter in the same side of the penalty area and fire off a shot that Courtois was just able to push past the far post with his extended leg, and it looked at that moment as though Real, given the pressure that they were under while not creating anything going the other way, were on the verge of being eliminated from the Champions League. But that would only be the beginning of what turned out to be a miraculous comeback, as in the 90th minute, Real finally found itself in the final third as they had desperately committed numbers forward, and the result of that was Camavinga crossing the ball from above the box on the right over to Benzema in the box on the left. Kareem got his boot up high to play the incoming ball into the left side of the six-yard box, and that's where Rodrigo met it on his run-in from the right side of the box and put it into the back of the net to make it one all. And the Whites would waste absolutely zero time in capitalizing on the lifeline as everybody got into the final third after the restart, where Carvajal took his turn at crossing the ball in from the right side. Asensio slightly flicked it with his head over to Rodrigo in the center of the box, and he brilliantly headed the ball past Ederson to make it 2-1 Real, leaving City completely stunned and sending the Bernabeu into absolute bedlam. Rodrigo would see his attempt at a winner from the right side of the box saved three minutes into stoppage time, and then City almost won it at the death themselves, when a quickly taken Fernandinho free kick from just above the box had Foden getting a shot off from the top of the penalty area, but he put the ball high to squander that golden opportunity, and the two sides headed to extra time. City probably needed a full 15-minute break to fully recover from what had just happened, because they were clearly on their heels once play restarted and Real sought to take advantage of that right from the outset. A break down the left wing in the 92nd minute ended with Benzema forcing a save with his shot from above the center of the box, and then a minute later, Camavinga got into space on the right wing on another break and played the ball over to Rodrigo outside of the box on the right. He crossed the ball into the right side of the box, and Benzema was brought down from behind by Ruben Diaz just as he got to the ball first, 
which had the referee immediately pointing to the spot. Once things settled down, Benzema would convert the penalty by putting the ball inside of the right post as Ederson guessed wrong, and Real would take a 3-1 lead in the 95th minute, as the Frenchman made up for some of his missed chances earlier in the game by putting Real on the verge of advancing to the final in Paris. It would be all about doing the hard and necessary work to prevent City from mounting a comeback of their own after that, as Ceballos replaced Benzema in the 104th minute for the first of Ancelotti's defensive-minded changes. But City was still able to generate a good chance just before the first half of extra time ended when Foden got his head onto a cross from the right and forced Courtois to push the ball just wide of the left post. Vasquez and Vallejo would replace Vinny and Militao in the 115th minute to further strengthen the Madrid defense for the closing minutes, and a spirited team effort saw the Whites ensure that City got no closer to goal before the final whistle was blown, and with the sound of it after 123 minutes of football, Real Madrid's quest for European glory would live on to see one more game. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's get into the individual performances from Real Madrid's victory today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as a 7. It was a frustrating game for him for just about all of regular time, particularly during the first half as he saw his header from inside of the box go high in the 4th minute and then another shot from inside the penalty area go over the goal in the 12th minute. He couldn't quite play the right ball to teammates in the final third on a couple of promising build-ups as well during the first 45 minutes, and the struggles would continue after halftime despite his best efforts. But in the 90th minute, we finally saw the first of the greatness that he's displayed all season as he got onto the end of a Camavinga cross in the left side of the box and played it with his high boot to Rodrigo in the left side of the six-yard box for Madrid's first goal. In extra time, he forced a save from above the box in the 92nd minute, and then a minute later, he made a run into the box to beat Ruben Diaz to Rodrigo's cross and draw a foul from behind in the process to win a penalty. He'd convert from the spot in the 95th minute for Real's third goal, which held up to earn Madrid the aggregate win and a place in the Champions League final. Danny Ceballos took his spot in the 104th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 6. He did his best to present a threat with his aggressive runs on the left wing, but Kyle Walker got the better of their battle to largely neutralize the Brazilian. Even so, he still had a couple of opportunities to score that he wasn't able to capitalize on, shooting high from the left side of the box after an 18th minute break, and then putting the ball wide of the near post from the left side of the box immediately after the second half started. He was able to make a run from the left wing into the box and pick out Modric for a shot from the top of the box in the 52nd minute, but he wasn't able to get himself onto the ends of through balls into the box on a couple of occasions. In the 92nd minute, however, he helped to put City under some early extra time pressure when he got down the left wing and crossed the ball over to Benzema for a shot from distance that forced a save, and Lucas Vasquez would take his place in an offense for defense switch in the 115th minute. Valverde rated as a 6. Even with the emphasis on attacking down the left wing at the outset, he still had some productive moments as he got into the right side of the box to set up Benzema's 12th minute shot with his cross and he got onto the end of a long ball from a Cruz free kick and played it over to Benzema in the box during the build-up to Rodrigo's 18th minute shot. He didn't get to make many runs into space on the right side, but he helped out defensively as he intercepted several balls in the box late on in the first half. In the second half, 
He continued with a defensive emphasis to his play as he won the ball for Madrid on both ends of the pitch multiple times. And he did his best Casemiro impersonation with a late challenge in the defensive half that got him booked in second half stoppage time. He also gets credit for some of the running around that he was doing to close down on the ball as part of the collective team effort to keep City at bay as extra time wound down. In the midfield, Luka Modric traded as a 6. His forward run out of Madrid's own third started the break that eventually led to Benzema's missed header in the fourth minute, and he showed his competitive spirit by getting into it with Laporte after a Casemiro foul on De Bruyne, which earned him a yellow card in the ninth minute. He couldn't connect with Benzema in the box with his 31st minute cross, but he tracked back well to halt a city break by intercepting a ball in the 41st minute. In the second half, he didn't have the best touch controlling Vinny's pass at the top of the box in the 52nd minute, but he still was able to get off a shot that was blocked. But when Real went down a goal in the 73rd minute and were in need of fresh legs going forward, his day would come to an end early as Camavinga replaced him in the 75th minute. Casemiro rated as a 6. He noticeably did his best to make sure that the defensive presence in the midfield that was missing in the first leg would be felt this time around starting with his winning the ball in the defensive half in the very first minute. He intercepted a cross in the 25th minute, won the ball near the midfield in the 30th minute, and dragged down Foden from behind to halt a 32nd minute city break, somehow avoiding a booking in the process. He also made a good forward run into the final third in the 38th minute and blocked a cross a minute later as part of a solid first half. In the second half, he tackled Mahrez above the box in the 52nd minute and intercepted a ball near the midfield in the 55th minute, but his tired legs betrayed him as he was slow to close down on Gundogan in the defensive half and unable to track back to stop Bernardo Silva during the 73rd minute break that led to the Mahrez goal. Asensio replaced him shortly after that in the 75th minute. Tony Cruz rated as a 7. It was one of the better games he's played recently in terms of his influence on the forward play. His long balls connected a few times in the first half as he played the ball from left to right for Carvajal in the attacking half during the build-up to Benzema's 12th minute header and he connected with Valverde above the box with his free kick from the defensive half in the 18th minute. His 27th minute direct free kick was deflected just wide of the left post to earn a corner and to start the second half, his pass from the center circle just after the restart found Carvajal in the top right corner of the box for him to set up Vinny's miss near the left post. But after a spell of Madrid struggling for attacking ideas in the face of City's high press, Rodrigo replaced him in the 68th minute as Ancelotti looked to alter Real's approach. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 7. He made an important intervention to win the ball inside of the box in the 15th minute and he was eager to aid in the attack later in the first half as he made a run down the left wing in the 31st minute, played Vinny down the left wing with a through ball in the 40th minute, and played a good through ball into the box for Benzema in the 43rd minute, although Kareem was just off sides on his run to connect with it. In the second half, he cleared a ball in from a cross in the 49th minute, but during City's 73rd minute break, he was caught having to defend two players inside of the box, and the attention he gave to Jesus in the center of the box left room for Maris to run into the right side of the penalty area to open up the score but he very well might have made the most important defensive intervention of the game when he cleared Jack Grealish's 87th minute shot off of the line to keep Madrid's hopes for a comeback alive. In extra time, he played a good through ball to Vinny down the left wing during the 92nd minute break that led to Benzema's shot, 
and he cleared a ball from the defensive half in the 122nd minute as Madrid were fending off City in the final moments. Nacho rated as a 6. He intercepted a couple of through balls late in the first half, but during the 73rd minute City break, his continued backpedaling allowed Bernardo Silva to advance the ball all the way to the top of the box to set up Mahrez's goal. But he would turn up to make key defensive interventions after Benzema scored Madrid's third as he intercepted a through ball in the box in the 96th minute, intercepted another through ball in the defensive half in the 105th minute, and tracked back to halt a 107th minute City break by beating Raheem Sterling to a ball over the top right above Madrid's box. Militao rated as a 6. He blocked a Cancelo cross in the third minute, but he had a spell of shakiness at the back in the minutes thereafter as he made a somewhat panicked back pass in the face of City's press in the 13th minute, got tackled in Madrid's own third in the 20th minute, and had his clearance in the 25th minute intercepted. In the second half, he won the ball in the final third in the 58th minute, but on City's 73rd minute break, he released Jesus to run into the center of the box in order to give attention to Bernardo Silva, even though Nacho was already in front of him, and that forced Mendy to come towards the center to cover which then created the void that allowed Mars to score from the right side of the penalty area. He also fouled Grealish outside of the box on the left in the 84th minute, but he would make some good defensive interventions late in extra time as he intercepted a ball in the box in the 97th minute and won an aerial challenge near the midfield in the 106th minute. Jesus Vallejo replaced him in the 115th minute as he looked to be suffering from some sort of lower body injury. Danny Carvajal rated as a 7. He was superb coming up on the right side to aid in the attack with his service throughout the game, starting with his 4th minute cross that set up Benzema's missed header, and he made some good defensive interventions as well, such as when he won the ball from João Cancelo inside of the box in the 7th minute. He again almost got an assist right at the start of the second half, when he got onto the end of a Cruz long ball in the top right corner of the box and one time to cross over to Vinny for his shot near the left post that went wide and he followed that up with a tackle near the top left corner of the box that halted a 49th minute City break. He was finally able to factor into a goal in the first minute of second half stoppage time when his cross from outside of the box was flicked by Asensio over to Rodrigo for his header that made it 2-1 Madrid and he capped his good overall performance by intercepting balls in the box in the 103rd and 121st minutes. As for the substitutes, Rodrigo rated as a 9. He was Madrid's star man for me as he single-handedly rescued the team with yet another super sub showing as he was the first man off of the bench in the 68th minute when he replaced Cruz. He won the ball in the attacking half right after coming on and he would do the same in the defensive half in the 81st minute but it was his contribution to the attack that was most needed and he delivered absolutely perfectly as he got onto the end of Benzema's cross to score with the outside of his right boot in the 90th minute and then headed home a ball flicked over by Asensio following a Carvajal cross a minute later. He forced a save from the right side of the box a couple of minutes after he scored his second and in extra time, he got down the right wing in the 93rd minute to play in a cross that helped Madrid to win a penalty as Benzema was fouled by Ruben Diaz as he connected with the ball. He also joined with his teammates in doing late defensive work as he tackled Sterling inside of the box in the 112th minute, won the ball off Grealish and started a break a minute later, and cleared the ball from the box in the 123rd minute to cap off his brilliant overall game. Marco Asensio rated as a 7. He went on for Casemiro in the 75th minute, and his most important contribution 
was getting onto the end of Carvajal's cross in the first minute of second half stoppage time and flicking the ball with his head over to Rodrigo for his header that netted Madrid's second goal. That slight touch made the biggest of differences between Real going out of the competition and keeping the comeback alive just before the death. He also cleared a ball from the box in the 97th minute. Camavinga rated as an 8. It was an immense display by the young Frenchman who went on for Modric in the 75th minute. He made a good sliding tackle from behind to halt an 83rd minute city break and then in the 90th minute his cross from above the box on the right found Benzema in the far side of the box during the build-up to Real's first goal. He did commit a foul of Fernandinho above the box in second half stoppage time that allowed for a quick free kick that led to Foden's shot from inside of the box but in the 93rd minute he used his pace to get down the right wing and into the final third on the break where he played the ball over to Rodrigo for the cross that ultimately led to a penalty. He made another good forward run on the right in the 101st minute, and he made good defensive interventions after that as well as part of a very strong two-way performance. Danny Ceballos rated as a 6. He replaced Benzema in the 104th minute, and he promptly, and most notably, made a run down the right wing the very next minute that was halted by a tackle, even though Real still kept possession. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 6. He took Vinny's spot in the 115th minute as Madrid shifted its focus to defending and he intercepted a pass near the midfield in the 119th minute. Jesus Vallejo as the final substitute rated as a 7. He also went on in the 115th minute as he replaced the injured Militao and he was all over the place defensively as he made a number of interventions. Intercepting a pass in the 117th minute winning a long ball from Ederson a minute later and intercepting a ball in the box in the 123rd minute. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as an 8. He was named the official man of the match for a performance that saw him get credited with 8 saves. The best of his first half stops came when he denied Bernardo Silva's effort from above the right side of the 6-yard box in the 20th minute and he would keep De Bruyne and Foden out during the first 45 minutes as well. In the second half, he stopped Jesus's 50th minute shot from the left side of the box, but he wasn't able to keep Mares from finding the back of the net in the 73rd minute, even though he was guarding the near post. But he would do his best to make sure that City got no more after that, as he turned away Cancelo in the 86th minute and just got a touch of Jack Grealish's 87th minute shot with his extended leg. And right before the first half of extra time ended, he got a hand on Foden's header to push it just wide of the left post. It was yet another remarkable comeback in a season of comebacks for Madrid in the Champions League. As for the third consecutive knockout round, the Whites were able to battle back from the brink of defeat to earn their aggregate victory late in the second leg. With Madrid not seeing the pitch again until Sunday, Ancelotti and his players can certainly take more than just a moment to celebrate a remontada that will see Real return to the Champions League final once again to take on Liverpool come the last Saturday in May. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid, the team will return to league action for the Madrid Derby as they'll travel to face Atletico Madrid at the Metropolitano this upcoming Sunday. Real got the better of their city rivals at the Bernabeu back in December by the score of 2-0 and while the league title is already in the bag for the Whites, Atletico still have the business of securing Champions League football to take care of. They currently sit fourth in the league table with 61 points from their 34 games as they have won 18, 
drawn seven, and lost nine. But with Real Betis and Real Sociedad still within touching distance with four league games remaining, their place in the top four is far from secure. And so Real can expect to get their very best for what is already a pretty intense rivalry game. It remains to be seen whether the hosts will put the rivalry aside to welcome Real onto the pitch with a guard of honor as the newly crowned league champions. But either way, it's still most likely going to be a hard-fought battle between the two teams who always have something to play for between them. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the Madrid Derby on Sunday, so keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!